ഹമ്മദുലഹ <laughs> وما اتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا صدق الله العظيم سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي دل شبلنا اللهم صل وسلم respected brothers respected elders mothers and sisters listening at home in the last session of dars hadith we were discussing a very important issue on azwaje mutahharat the wives of nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam in connection to the marriage of hazrat nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam with the daughter of hazrat umar farooq radiyallahu ta'ala an hazrat hafsa radiyallahu ta'ala anha nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam's nikah marriage with all his wives was a selection generally made by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and in some cases a direct intervention by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the many wives of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam we find that the western world usually criticizes the relationship that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had with the daughter of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq Hazrat Aisha radiyallahu ta'ala anha generally that is the point of argument and as mentioned also in the previous sessions of dars hadith that when you dislike someone you tend to dislike everything that is affiliated to that individual and so people will find faults in the quran people like to find faults in the hadith people like to find faults in the companions people like to find faults in the azwaj the wives the ahle bayt and the reason for that is the fact that they have no love for rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam they have disregard for rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and so shaitan plays with them and they turn away from the right path and uh those from the shayateen may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us all as muslims alhamdulillah we don't doubt any action of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam if he executed someone we say alhamdulillah we have no doubt 
in any of the actions of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam for every action is the best action that could have been performed and if one was to say that no there is deficiency in the a'mal in the actions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and possibly there was al-yazubillah another method better then that person is out from the fold of Islam Every action of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam is complete and most perfect. This is the aqeedah of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jamaat. We doubt nothing of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. What he said, all his actions, his tawaf, his marriage, alhamdulillah, everything is there. And if the ulama explain anything, it is only due to itminan qalb. So that there is complete satisfaction to the heart. An example of that is also in the Quran, in the case of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, when he questioned Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ya Allah, show me how you will give life back to those who have been dead for many, many years, for centuries. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to him, Awalam tu'min. Don't you have faith in me? Someone who's dead, how will you bring him alive again? How will he stand up in front of you? How will the ruh come into him again? He's dead. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Awalam tu'min? Don't you believe in my power? And Ibrahim alayhi salam at that time clearly said, Bala, I have no doubt, there is no shak. And he said that no, it is only so that there is complete satisfaction in the heart. So when I see this, it will only increase my love for you, O oh my Allah. And the love that Anbiya alayhimu salatu wasalam have for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it increases by the second. It increases by the second. Musa bhai to bhi budhe aadmi ho gaye to Musa alayhi salam ki laathi pakad kar chalte hain lekin jab jannat mein jayenge to bahut khoobsurat daari bhi nahi hogi kya daari bhi nahi hogi without a beard jurdun murdun no beard at all very handsome and when his the wife will be there and the hurain will be there and every time they see Musa Musa bhai it will only increase him in his beauty. Inshallah, may Allah give us a place all. May all of us enter Jannah without any form of reckoning. Inshallah ta'ala. Allah give us jazai khair. My respected brothers, a very close friend of ours has passed away, Hafiz Muhammad Sahib. Allah also give him Jannah. So Jannah will be different. Every time you see someone, the face will be different. It will only increase in beauty. Every time you see someone... Subhanallah, you will fall in love with that individual. And that is the case with Anbiya alayhimu salatu wasalam. The level of Iman is on the increase by the second, by the second. So he said, Tatma'inna qalbi, only so that my heart has got complete satisfaction. And that is why ulama tend to give an explanation. Otherwise, as Muslims, inshallah ta'ala, we have no doubt. Inshallah. Every action of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. If Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam got married to Hazrat Aisha 
at the age of six, we have no doubt. That is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as mentioned before also, that in the nikah, in the case of Hazrat Aisha and also Hazrat Zainab radiallahu ta'ala anhuma, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had nothing of his own accord that he decided or he wanted to marry someone like in the case of Hazrat Hafsa radiallahu ta'ala anha it was all destined and planned by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a direct intervention from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the case of Hazrat Zainab no khutbah, no witness, no no one Allah says zawwajna kaha she just walked into the house of Rasulullah just walked into Allah has said ji humne tumhara nikah kara diya zawwajna kaha khatam in the case of Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had nothing to do with that nikah it was from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for three days the face of Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha was shown to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he was told in the dream that she is your wife the daughter of Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala anha subhanallah so we as Muslims have no doubt it is only shaitan what shaitan does is لَأُزَّيِّنَنَّ لَهُمْ what he does is لَأُزَّيِّنَنَّ and what is tazyin? Tazyin is a form of decoration what he does is that he paints a picture for you paints a picture for you and he wants to trap you and he shows you something that is unnatural as natural and that is why there is temptation temptation a person falls into that trap and when he sins that's the time after sinning inshallah if he has got iman and the light of iman he will feel guilty and if there's no light of iman subhanallah then there is something wrong in his iman he has to quickly do something about it sit and do the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sit in the company of pious people and make sure that level of iman is there Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the tawfiq in the case of Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala what we have to understand my respected brothers first of all who is Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha the daughter of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala and she is fourth from all the companions in narrating the ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. great honor we had a group of people that came to visit the masjid just a few days ago and as usual their comments we see no women we see no women I said never mind you see no women let me tell you that Islam is received two-thirds of Islam is received by a woman the daughter of the great caliph the successor to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam and her name is Aisha radiallahu ta'ala two-thirds she has narrated more hadith than her father she has narrated more hadith than the second caliph Umar ibn al-Khattab she has narrated more hadith than Hazrat Uthman she has narrated more hadith than Hazrat Ali let's talk about rights of women in Islam subhanallah 
in fact grand scholars of the muhajireen and ansar would sit in front of her as students and question her with great love that what is the answer what is the reference of this tafsir what is the commentary of this ayat what is the, the meaning of the hadith of nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam and she was the teacher of the companion she is ranked at the fourth position in narrating all the ahadith of nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam in fact furthermore let me say my respected brothers that there is no book of fiqh which does not hold the opinion of hazrat aisha radiyallahu ta'ala the opinion of hazrat aisha is there hafiz ibn hajar asqalani rahmatullah alayhi says that from the women folks of the ummah of nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam there has there hasn't been a greater scholar than hazrat aisha radiyallahu ta'ala subhanallah and the nikah of nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam what we need to understand that of every action nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam took there is a motive there was a motive subhanallah when we go back to the time of rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and look at the city of makkah and the condition of the people at that time there was even pubs there and also brothels there and zina would take place it is said that there were brothels and women would do zina with more than one man many partners they would cohabit with many many men and if the woman would conceive then she would wait for the child to grow up and if he looked like one of the partners the, that woman would go and hand that child to that individual and say ji bhai ye tumhara bachcha hai and that person would have no power to say no to that lady it was their custom so this was the condition when we talk about zamane jahiliya jahiliya what is jahiliya this is jahiliya system that was there and so nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam came to break that system of jahiliya subhanallah and that is why he had many many wives and the umma was given a limit of four that until four and in the case of nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam the great physical power the spiritual power the great honor maqam status that allah had given him there was no limits for him but in the case of the umma that is his khususiyat in the case of umma to stop zina that was rampant in the time of nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam and to fill in something that is honorable something that an individual can practice this system was introduced by nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam and so when we look at the condition of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam the time he was born he decided to get married to a lady that was approximately 15 years senior to him 15 years a handsome man like rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam the qureshi people often came to bribe him and they said if you want the best woman she will be there in front of you you say and she will be there in front of you 
but stop giving your dawah. No. Subhanallah. And this was the system in the city of Makkah. 15 years. Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was 25 and Hazrat Khadija al-Kubra was 40 years. 40 years. And it is said that she remained in the nikah of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam for 25 years. She died at the age of 65. And in the 25 years, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not marry anyone. And so the people who criticize Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, and the people who say Al-Iyazu Billah, a man of many wives. I mean, this is a vast topic. This is not something unique with only Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When we look at Sulaiman alayhi salatu wa salam, Hazrat Dawood alayhi salam, other prophets, Musa alayhi salam. Many, many prophets mentioned in the Quran and also in the Bible, the biblical prophets. This is not unique with Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But they like to make it a big scene when it comes for the Muslims. Like recently in the recent events. Subhanallah. A few weeks ago there were tanks at Heathrow Airport. At Heathrow Airport, who will Tanks. Subhanallah. Hazrat Khadija al-Kubra, 25 years in the nikah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala selected Hazrat Khadija al-Kubra again for a purpose. The rich aristocrats of Makkah would taunt Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Look at the people that surround you. Who are with you? These slaves and peasants who have no money, who own nothing, who have no business. And so you have no wealth. In what capacity do you come to us? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made the nikah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to the wealthiest lady of the time. To the wealthiest lady of the time. She was a very rich lady. And when you get married, subhanallah, in the case of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Hazrat Khadija al-Kubra gave everything that she owned to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa The full control. And this is what is referred to in the Quran. وَوَجَدَكَ ضَالًا فَهَدَى وَوَجَدَكَ عَيْلًا فَأَغْنَى Ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's family, the background He was in the tarbiyat of Abu Talib who was not a rich man. But subhanallah, after coming into the marriage contract with Hazrat Khadija al-Kubra, the Arabs had nothing to say. For all the wealth was now with Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Even after acquiring wealth, he did not accumulate wealth. He started giving out wealth. He started giving out wealth. And this is the difference. And it is at that point people started coming at Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And they knew that this man is not a man of lust or money. A man who is pure. A man who is godly from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So there is a purpose and motive in everything. 
after the demise of Hazrat Khadijatul Kubra, again she was an old lady, 40 years of age, who was the second wife? Who did, did he marry? Sallallahu ki dusri bivi ka naam kya tha? Anybody knows him? Ji? Sauda. Jazakallah. Hazrat Sauda. She was in her 50s, mid 50s. Even the second wife in her mid 50s. In fact, it is said that when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam proposed to her, Hazrat Sauda radiallahu ta'ala anha said to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, O Messenger of Allah, I have got many children from my previous husband. I don't want to come in your nikah to make life difficult for you. If I come in your nikah, I have many, many children. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam looked at Sauda and smiled at her and said, Sauda, come in my nikah. Muhammad Mustafa will support you, will look after you and will look after all your children. This is the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And after Hazrat Sauda radiallahu ta'ala anha, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam got married to Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. Now going back to some of the accusations that are there. Subhanallah. What we need to understand is the fact that Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, we have all these uh, feminist and women's organization liberation groups that are there that come forward and want to defend the honor of Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. Who are they to defend the honor of Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala Who are they? When Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha herself took it to be a privilege to marry Hazrat Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam and it was done in the presence of the father. She herself took it to be a privilege. To marry Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam is the greatest blessing. Greatest blessing. There have been kings who, who have said that we are prepared to wash the feet of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. In the Sahih Bukhari it is mentioned that the emperor of Rome said that if I ever meet Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam, I will want to wash his feet out of respect and honor. This was the awe, this was the fear that people had. The respect that people had for Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So we don't need no one to defend the status of Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. There is no such thing as abuse. Another thing to remember is that in the city of Makkah, there were many munafiqeen, hypocrites also. This nikah that took place, Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha and Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, it was something that was of a norm accepted in the society. In the books of history, not a single man has criticized the nikah of Rasulullah with Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala in Arabia. Not a single man. But yet you had many, many munafiqeen that were there. Many, many munafiqeen. This was the right opportunity. 
for them to speak out that we are against Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So let us find faults. And they would want to put their fingers, point their fingers at the nikah of Hazrat Aisha. But this was something of a norm totally accepted in Arabia. So you have one is nikah and one is rukhsati. One is nikah and one is rukhsati, the consummation of nikah. This was just a nikah. At the age of six, it was just a nikah. It, there was no rukhsati. There was no rukhsati. As I mentioned that in every, in every action of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, there is a motive. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala selected Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha because that wives generally have this informal relationship with husbands. In the case of the companions, if they ever, ever wanted to ask Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam questions, out of sheer respect, sometimes they would remain silent. They would not have that power to question Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. But in the case of Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, because of that informal relationship that she had with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, she was in that capacity to ask many, many questions to Rasulullah. To expound the Masail, to explain the Hadith, to explain every action of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. She was so informal and there was this special relationship of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam with her that it is said that once, once, Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam had a race with her. Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam had a race with her. And in that race, Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha actually in the race beat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. She went fast. And for the second time when they had a race, Ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam beat her. Subhanallah. So this was the informal relationship that Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam had with Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. Another very important masla that we need to understand also is that Islam and Islamic knowledge has been transmitted by transmitted orally has been transmitted orally by mouth Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says iqra Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says iqra it was by the method of wa'az people would listen and take it in and now you need to have a very sharp memory to uh, take in all the knowledge that comes out from Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And it is a known fact that the younger you are, the sharper your memory is. The younger you are, the sharper your memory is. That is why school starts at a very young age. Sats exam, Omera Chota Umar had to go through Sats. You see, at the age of six, you know, children have to go through. We have Abid here, isn't that the case, Abid? Young children are given difficult tasks, aren't they? Very difficult task. Why? Because they have a very sharp memory. The memory is fresh. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala selected Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha not only to be the wife of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam but also to be a special student of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam that from a very young age Everything that entered the mind of Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala that was sealed and secured. It was sealed and 
secure. And that is the motive. That is why she came into the khidmat of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. There is no aliyazu billah question of lust or love that is there that generally western people point fingers at Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. As I mentioned the first wife was a widow. In fact she had previously married had been married to two people and then she came into the nikah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And Hazrat Sauda was in her mid 50s. So there was no question it was all about the promotion of Islam. The promotion of Islam. This was the maqsad of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam's ta'alluq with Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. So at that very young age the maqsad was that everything was in, sealed into the memory. And Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha we see that she is ranked fourth in the ruwat, the chain of narrators, a hadith who narrate the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. When Ab sallallahu alayhi wasallam passed away, she was only 18 years of age. Can one imagine? Atara sal ki umar fakat. Someone who is 18 years of age and Hafiz ibn al-Hajr and some of the muhaddisin say, the amount of knowledge that we receive from one single lady, the wife of Rasulullah, the daughter of Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala and is very very unique. Ulama have also mentioned the fact that the masail of women are very intricate, very complex, very difficult. And Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, when she came into the company of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam at that very young age, she opened the door for the, for the women of the Ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. By has ke masail hote, nifaz ke masail hote hai, istihaza ke masail hote hai, kisma kisam ke masail hote hai, jinka ta'alluk namaz ke saath hota hai. And sometimes it is difficult for women to directly go to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opened up an avenue, the door was open for the women folks. That in haya and in modesty, they could directly come and ask Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. And she was in that capacity to give fatwa why she stayed in the company of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa Another great blessing was also that she opened up uh, the door of this new generation of tabi'een. As I mentioned, that when Ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam passed away, how old was she? 18, 18. And it is the barakat of Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. Who are tabi'een? Tabi'een are those who have seen Sahabai Kiram Ajmain. And Sahabai Kiram Ajmain are those who have seen Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The difference between the era of the companions and the tabi'een. The time of Sahabai Kiram Ajmain, they were mujahideen. They were people who, who had a purpose the ex- expansion of Islam they went out and the maqsad was the expansion of Islam subhanallah this is what they did wherever they went dawat in the time of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala and Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq but in the time of tabi'een it was more of the scholarly works that needed to be the ummah to be engaged in scholarly work to codify the rules and the regulations of sharia so that it is solid so that the Ummah know what is farz, 
what is wajib, what is sunan, what is sunan muakkada all the masail to codify it. So the time of Sahabai Kiram Ajma'in was different, and the time of Tabi'in was the period of Fuqaha, the, the period of Faqahat, Islamic jurisprudence. And so, Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha played a very, very important role in passing that knowledge to the Tabi'in. And because of her presence there, many, many of the people were blessed by this great honor and title to be a Tabi'in. There are a number of reasons, my respected brothers, that the ulama have mentioned why Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha came into the nikah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam at a very young age. We as Muslims, inshallah, we have no doubt. We have no doubt. But if there is a munafiq who has doubt, then alhamdulillah we also have answers. Islam is a religion that provides answers to all your questions. Inshallah, uh, in, inshallah in the next session, uh, all the relevant issues with regards to the nikah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the other azwaj, we will continue on that subject and then inshallah carry on with the seerah of the khilafat of Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab radiyallahu ta'ala an wa akhiru da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Durushayf al-lam. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina wa Nabiyina wa Mawlana Muhammadin Nabilumi wa ala alihi wa sallim taslima Allahumma taqabbal minna wa tub alayna innaka anta tawabur rahim nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk Ya Allah, Ya Rahman, Ya Rahim, Ya Allah, Hamari is Majlisko Kabul Farma, Ya Allah is Majlisko Kabul Farma, Ya Allah Kareem Hame Muttaqim Mese Banade, Allah Muttaqim Mese Banade, Ya Allah Hame Tawfiq De Kaham Apni Niyat Kusaf Kale, Hamari Niyat Sahi Hojai, Allah Kareem Amal Se Pehle Hamari Niyat Saf Hojai, Ya Allah Takabur Se Hame Bacha, Hasad Se Bacha, Amraze Zahira Se Bacha, Amraze Batina Se Bacha, Allah Kareem Tu Razi Hoja, Allah Kareem Ummati Mohammedia تو راضی ہو جائے مسلمان جو پریشان حال ہے اللہ کریم ان کی پریشانی کو دور فرما جہاں کہیں بھی پریشان حال ہے یا اللہ ہر ایک کی تکالیف کو دور فرما مسائب کو دور فرما اللہ کریم جو زخمی ہے یا اللہ ان کو تو شفا دے یا اللہ جو اس دنیا سے چلے گئے یا اللہ ان کو شہادت کا مقام دے نستغفرو کا ونتوبو الیک نستغفرو کا ونتوبو الیک سمعنا و اطوانا گفرانا کربنا و الیک المسیر برحمتک یا ارحم الراحمین